Welcome to Out of the Closet and, and Into the, the world. world. I'm Jace. I'm Cassidy. And I'm Parker. Yeah, so yeah. welcome to our second episode. Yeah, Hell so about yeah. the first episode, we kind of had a mic issue. <laughs> we got it fixed now, hopefully. We're praying. It's all good. My dumbassery yeah. uh, kind of uh, <laughs> forgot to set the, set the mic back. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah. So hopefully this sounds better. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed the first episode last week. A lot of rambling, but it was cool. Yeah. It tur- it came out pretty all right. Yeah, but yeah. Pretty okay. Yeah. This week, we're getting into more serious topics. Um, we're going to be taught, well, some serious, <laughs> some pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about the quote-unquote strong ally phase that seems to be a shared queer experience. And then later talk about labels, their importance, and their harms. Heck yeah. All right. A little side note, we forgot to do uh, Song, Song, of Song of the Week. Song of the Week. Okay. So, Jace, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Prepared? Well, I'll go first. It's okay. So, I think Welcome to the Family by Watsky is probably a good song. Oh, I haven't heard that. It's really good. It's kind of like... I don't know. It came out right as my friend moved, one of my best friends moved to Florida. Uh, and like it, it's a, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a very like family. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're all messed up here. Welcome to the family kind of, yeah. kind of vibes. I like that. Very queer family vibes. Yeah. No, he's definitely like, I don't know. Watsky, Watsky's one of my favorite rappers. Again, call me white. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> yeah. I, I very much love Watsky because he he also made the song and he was basically like yeah no I'd suck a dick if I if, you, if, oh. if it were like really cool I guess and he's oh, pretty awesome. vibes yeah I love that. might need to cut that out because that's not appropriate but <laughs> yeah, you know is that allowed <laughs> but yeah that's my favorite well my song is sober up by AJR because AJR blah, 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 blah. AJR is gay vibes I don't know it's a good song oh, yes, um, I for love sure. it yeah. AJR is great. Uh, my song is Don't Jealous Me by um, Techno, Yemi, Alade, and Mr. Oh. Easy off of Beyonce's album The Lion King, The Gift. Uh, really good song. Really fun. Very upbeat. And just a good song to jam out to in the car. Blast it. Windows down. Check I don't out. know. We will hopefully be adding these to our Spotify playlist. But yeah. Check it out. If, well, if we yes. can figure out how to work it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Back to the. It was just gonna be like an intermission. Yeah, I can. Okay. Back to the. Like back inter- to the episode. Intermission music. Back to the episode. <laughs> Thanks. Do you want to start with me? With, yeah, I oh, believe okay. in you. Straight um, ally phase is fun. Oh yikes! Um, I know I'm gonna have quite a few friends listening to this podcast, and they they're gonna be like, oh yeah, because I had a horrible straight ally phase. <laughs> Um, there's a time where, this is a sentence I have actually said more than once. I'm like the, sh- the gayest straight person ever, guys. I'm like, I, I've said that. Oh. Jesus <laughs> cringing really hard. Uh, and you should <laughs> both Jason Parker are cringing really hard because it's very cringeworthy, I know. I know. Uh, it's okay. Sh- I once said I was as straight as a stripper pole. Oh my god. Oh God. But, yeah, my straight ally face was a mess because I just, it's not like my family would have any problem with me being mm-hmm. gay, 
Like my mom, my mom's sister um, is a married lesbian. We love her. They have like a million adopted kids. Oh. But and I love all of them. My goal, honestly. We love. We, yeah, we we really stand them. But so I get there was nothing. My family wasn't gonna be. Sad. I just wouldn't accept it. Don't know why. My no. body was just like gay. We don't know yeah. her. Like. And that was a weird thing with me. I was like, yeah. I don't know if I can be gay or trans because I'm diabetic. So that's all, that's already my <laughs> one thing. And that's why I was like, I can't I get one special label <laughs> in this world. And I choose diabetic. <laughs> and that was it. Like, that was my reason. I'm like, I can't be gay. I'm diabetic. Yeah. Like, Sorry, nice. continue. Because like I came out, I like, quote unquote, came out to my mom when I was like, yeah, yikes seventh grade I think and so I thought I had a huge crush on my best friend so I laid on the hardwood floor of my kitchen and I sobbed for like two hours <laughs> my, mom, <laughs> my mom finally comes downstairs and she was like what's up and I'm like mom I, I, I think I have a crush on Ella I think I like girls and she was like all right whatever like she was obviously I was obviously having a whole mental breakdown oh yeah and to this day, oh, <laughs> still having a I really me. Up. That wasn't me trying to catch me. No, human mental breakdown. And that was also like, because um, I have an anxiety disorder, and it was also about the the time where I um, I realized I had an anxiety disorder and I got diagnosed. Nice. So all, a mess, you know, a whole Heck mess. Yeah. But yeah, and then after that, I kind of like kind of let it go, and I was like, no, I'm straight. <laughs> girls who are they and i like i tried so hard to be straight like it's it's really sad how hard i tried to be straight i we were just talking about this how we all were like oh my god anime boys are so cute and adorable and i just want to date anime oh, boys apparently never have probably hopefully never will be in the anime oh please Can't don't ever don't ever. No offense yeah. to anyone who watches anime, but that was no, a whole time in my life. Oh. If that's right up your alley, go for it. You do you, sis. We can't. Just I, don't be the that. crinchy eighth grader that I was. Oh, oh God. No. God. In my family photos, I have a bracelet that just says, I heart anime. <laughs> yes, we dug those up just now. Those are some quality photos. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Seventh grade was my cartoon phase where I was obsessed with Gravity Falls and Steven Universe. Oh, I feel like okay. all the gays were obsessed with Gravity Falls. Falls. And it's never was. This like, universe was just yeah. a show about lesbians. Yeah. Lesbian rock. And I loved it. it. Lesbian <laughs> rocks. Oh my god. It literally was all about like crystals. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, they were all lesbians. I love that. That's so powerful. Like Cartoon was, Network go off. I, yeah, and the creators I, came out as non-binary recently. Wait, yeah. Rebecca Sugar? Yeah, she came <gasps> out as non-binary. Or they really? came out as non-binary. I didn't know that. That's yeah. awesome. So they have non-binary characters. I think they confirmed Stevani was a non-binary character. Yeah. And all of them are genderless, actually. They just appear female. Oh, that's great. Cool. I was obsessed with the show. I know everything. <laughs> I know everything. <laughs> that's God. amazing. The whole... Man, I went through a really fun, tried-to-be-straight phase. Uh, so, fifth grade, same year I came out. So, wild roller coaster of wild. mental times. Uh, there was this guy who later it turned out to be horrible and like bullied me all the time. And I'll kill him. Wild. Not really. Oh, Please, it's... government, if you're watching this, I would oh, not. Oh, definitely watch it. Oh, 100%. <laughs> we all have our phones on us. They hear all this. Anyway, so, like, <laughs> we had been in the same classes doing double advanced since fifth or starting in fifth grade. We had to do summer school before fifth grade together. Lived on the same street, coincidentally enough. Anyway, so um, he liked this girl. 
He's straight. As far as I know. Probably more than likely. But he liked this girl. She was really pretty. And I was like, yeah, she's really pretty. And so he was like, oh, you must like her too if you think she's pretty. And I was like... I can find a goddamn pair of shoes attractive and not looks into the camera like I'm in the office. And I was like, no, I don't like her. She's just really pretty. And he was like, well, no, you have to like her. And I was like, okay, I guess I like her. And then... He was like, well, I'm going to ask her out. And I was like, no, I'm going to ask her out sooner. Oh, my because God. Because the competitiveness in me, like, jumped out. Like, <laughs> nothing has changed to this day. I'm still the most competitive person I know. Second only to my mother. But <laughs> I love that. So I went home that day. We were riding the bus home. And I remember I went home, ripped out a sheet of notebook paper, was and still am obsessed with stationery. So that's... <laughs> we love the gays. But... <laughs> So I went home, ripped out a piece of notebook paper, and, like, wrote this whole note, like, asking her, telling her, like, hey, I like you, I think we should hang out, or, like, will you be my girlfriend, or something like that. Hey. And... Maybe we should hang out. God. Sorry, and so then, the next day we get to school, in, like, fifth grade, where I went, here in Indiana, we had, like, little half lockers. Um, and so... Uh, <laughs> we were walking in and I she had already put her backpack away I was almost late to homeroom I remember because she put her backpack and I knew which locker hers was oh and so I put the note through like the little slits you know because we went to the same uh, yeah. immediate you know the oh little God. like slits and locker yeah. I slipped it in through there and oh. so then I ran into homeroom and then we we got in, and then after homeroom, we, for some reason, people were out at their lockers. Like, don't even remember why. And she saw it and read it. And then we, like, the whole, like, pod, because we called, like, our groups of, like, classes pods. We all got in trouble because people were just, like, gossiping about it all day long. <laughs> and, like, she said no, because why would she say yes? I was We might have so been in the same gay. pod. Were you two? <laughs> were you two? With Mrs. Bradshaw. No. Oh, yeah. Five no, five. I was 5'2". That was wild. 5'2 was crazy. But anyway. You guys are like the smarter ones. We were the double advanced pod. Yeah. Oh, look at you. Yeah. I was, the, I was the advanced life, pod. I was the regular pod. 5'2". Double advanced is the worst mistake I've ever made, but that's a whole different story. But anyway, so I like asked her how she said no, obviously, knowing me, like... I'm sure by this time you guys hear the second episode, a lot of you will have, like, met me because of school, but I'm super gay. <laughs> but you it was, don't already know. It, it was bad, fifth grade, too. But, so, yeah, I went and asked this girl out in a competitive nature, not because I actually liked her, but because I thought she was pretty, and because this guy who I didn't like, like, 100%, like, he's a horrible human being, don't like, well, I can't say that. I was not a fan of him. Um, my competitive competitiveness jumped out and was like, oh, well, I have to ask this girl out before he does. And that was my whole strong ally phase. And then later that semester, even, I came out. So that was a really interesting time. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I've definitely, like, liked people. And, like, there is, like, a solid, I think, four crushes I can think of. I'm like, huh, this male person was nice to me. I must have a crush on them. You want to know how I picked my first my first crush in quotation marks? Oh. Uh, I was in kindergarten, and the kid was right before me on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, 
And my friends are like, oh my gosh, I like this boy. He's so cute. We're almost like six years old. We don't know what we're doing. And I thought, like, I was, like, so confused because I was like, what? And they're like, ooh, who do you like? And I was like, oh. Brady. And they were like, <laughs> and so they went and told him. And then he, he hated me for the rest that. of the time. Girls do that. Like, they literally tell your crushes that you like him. That's so annoying. My sister's come home crying. She's like, my friends told so-and-so that, like, I like him. I'm like, who are they? I'll kill them. Literally, I remember my kindergarten, there was this girl who I remember I would stand behind her in line because we had to line up in the same order every day. And I'd stand behind her in line and I had a crush on her apparently. (laughs) Or so I thought. (laughs) Clearly we know this is not factual statements. But on the last day of school, kindergarten, because she was moving and I was so mad that she was moving. I was like, hey, I really like you. You're my girlfriend. Kissed her on the cheek and then ran off oh! to the bus. Playa. I know. And I was like, I know you're moving, but I like you. And ran out to the bus. And That's... that will... I guess I can't call myself a gold star anymore. But I guess technically you know I can't because it, it wasn't. It was kindergarten. It was kindergarten. Cheek, so. You know what? It's kindergarten. That didn't That's count. It, nothing counts before you're age 12. For no, a really long real. time, I had a quote-unquote crush on my best friend's brother because... Me too! No, because my friend was like, wait, we got, you gotta like marry my brother so we can be sisters. And I'm like, I... Like, I was like, let's do it. And so we were like playing house. I was like eight and he was like six. And he just kissed me on the lips. First kiss... And <laughs> see, I'm chilling over here. Haven't had my first kiss. Haven't done literally anything. Uh, gang, gang, gang. The person I had my first kiss with. She may watch this. Uh, by the way, if you are watching this, I enjoy you as a human being. However, oh! I'm so sorry. I'm oh, so someone about to get roasted here. <laughs> no, oh, I'm about to get roasted because oh. I was bad. I was oh, bad. Um. I grabbed her face and said, (laughs) prepped and ready, Mr. Krabs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I left the room. This was recently too. Uh, How recently? Like, not even a year ago. She should have left the car right then and there. I mean, God bless her. You were trapped in a car? Yes! You were in a car? Oh, she's such a good person, too. We still talk and we send each other memes. And she... Well, I wonder why you said prepped and ready, Mr. Krabs. I didn't know what the frick I was doing. Oh. And then afterwards, she like pulled away. And she goes, <laughs> "Oh no!" A little too much teeth. Oh, <laughs> and, like, oh. it, and I was like, oh. "Yeah." Wait, a little too much teeth? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, don't I, know. I get tongue, but teeth. <laughs> oh my god! I don't hey, even know. Don't you're a step know. further than I am in the game, so I, I can't yeah. curse. Am I? <laughs> I don't really. Kiss I want to forget about it. I forget about it. I don't really count my real first kiss because oh, we God, don't I'm crying. We don't count that. But yeah, my my first real kiss was in a girl's bathroom at school. So a <laughs> we stand after GSA. Of course, it was after you know, GSA. You probably remember the day where I left early. Oh yeah, yeah. that was wild. That was that day. Proud of you. I felt so bad because last year I like dropped GSA. I felt so bad. I was like, I have no time, but I'm still writing it on all my applications. Do it. Honestly, I'm like, I've 
gone for four years there's no reason why I can't say I went for four years yeah no and honestly GSA was kind of a train wreck last year I feel like not gonna lie it kind of like yeah it wasn't it was really awesome because we got so many people to come in but then it like there was was a lot of drama there was it was it was drama filled um because I wasn't like I came out I was like out out in like April so like Uh, I was too late (laughs) I was like yeah I'm sorry I didn't want to go alone because I was like... Oh, yeah. Speaking of, GSA was... So I was thinking about, like, ally phases. I was I was never really, like, a huge, like, gay ally. Mm-hmm. Because I realized, I, like, when I figured out that the gay community was a thing and people could be gay, that's what I was like, oh, it clicks. But um, my... I had a very strong trans ally phase <laughs> where I was like... Oh, boy. Res- yeah, I was like, respect their pronouns. Uh, I was... Oh boy, it was so bad. Um, and I remember I made a whole present. Yeah, that's what you're saying. I made a whole presentation for my English class on like the benefits of puberty blockers and like medical tra- transition and kids. And I researched all of this. And I remember my mom sitting me down. She's like, "You better not become this." I swear to God. And you're I was like, like "No, <laughs> that's what they put me on doing research. It's for a project." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what I was Absolutely. like, "It's for a project, mom." At the Am I gay quiz? <laughs> that's another thing. Oh my god, that's another. All those freaking Am I gay quizzes. Literally, it was like, when you go get your haircut, how much do you pay? Under twenty dollars. Oh my god. Twenty to thirty. They 30 were to so 40, bad. Or like, what? forty and up. And I, was I like, still do them. Oh yeah, I do too because they're funny. I'm like, yeah. I wonder if it's gonna talk. No, and then sometimes we'll get like straight. I'll be like, um. No, like, my I favorite don't... is the Kinsey scale test because I either get like a one or a very like or straight zero. They're like, no, literally sometimes I will get like I'll do them and they'll make me start questioning again because I'll get the not the answer I want. <laughs> like I'll get like bi or straight. I'll be like, huh. no, honey. Huh? I literally I'll sometimes throw like straight and I'll be like. I'm sorry that I don't want to pay for an overpriced haircut. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry if that's what qualifies me as straight, but I'm well, sorry. You lost your gay card because you didn't want to pay 20 Damn bucks it. for your haircut? I'll pay 25. Where are we going to talk about stereotypes about how, like... Yes, we can do that. I, well, we were going to do labels, yeah. right? Oh, we yeah, let's do labels. Labels, what a time. Labels. I, we also forgot about song of the week. Oh, no. We can do that at the end. It's all good. It's cool. I think labels are good and bad they have their benefits mm-hmm. and but yet also they're they can be harmful mm-hmm. yeah i feel like at least in my experience i i had a very easy like questioning quote-unquote mm-hmm. period because i was like mm, girls nope <laughs> guys mm, yeah yep. okay <laughs> there we go that's done maybe yeah, like a wish. week it was it was really quick mm-hmm. and i think it was just like facilitated by like like having someone in my family who was also gay and yeah. being like, oh it's not weird. It's not like bad. Yeah. And I was like, okay, whatever, done. Yeah. See, that I was, was when I was growing up, my mom would like sit me down and be like, oh, lesbians are just women who are too ugly to get, who can't get men. Um, uh, she would. She told me that trans people are all suicidal. They all hate themselves, and that they're all like bad people. So uh, like that was my introduction to the LGBT community, which is why lovely. it probably took me yeah. so long to come I, yeah. out. I wish you listeners could see my face right now <laughs> because it's it's very not what what like my mom's changed. She's got she's grown a lot. She from has. It. I will like, say I've met your yeah. mom. Like having to like hang, like pick up her brother for stuff. Like she's chill at least with me, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's very much a like exposure thing, mm-hmm. like. Whenever there's 
quote-unquote queer representation, Mm -hmm. it's always a gay white male Mm -hmm. who's super flamboyant or it's a super butch lesbian and there's Mm -hmm. nowhere in between. Yeah. And like, obviously we all know this is like horrible. And so it's like when you have like cis het people who that's the only exposure they have because Mm -hmm. they're not necessarily that they're like, I don't know the word, but they're like, they're kind of sheltered. sheltered. It's, it's not great because then that leads into stereotypes and it's, stereotypes are not healthy but anyway back to the labels sorry (laughs) i i don't know for me labeling was easy and i don't know it feels like labels i don't think at least for me the label isn't for me it's for other people yeah because it get it's like here's a term that most people know and understand what it means Mm -hmm. And it most accurately describes me. Yeah. Yeah, because there's never going to be... Because no one is, like, 100%... Oh, I don't want to say no one's 100% straight, because there's probably people out there. But, like, no one's, like, 100%, like... Yeah. Whatever a, sexuality yeah, or whatever. Because like se- especially with sexuality, gender, I'm a little bit, like... Gender, I can see being, like, I... There's no... Like, for, like... For cis males, a lot of the time, it's like, oh, I would never, like, I would yeah. never paint my nails. I would never yeah. wear dress. And not that that means that yeah. you're feminine. And sh- yeah. It, so but, it's yeah. just, yeah. I don't know. I think gender is a little bit less fluid than sexuality, but mm-hmm. for sexuality, like, even... That issue's a spectrum. Yeah, that, uh, that yeah. like, you can mix and match that. <clears throat> Sorry. However you want. Yeah, uh, between and, like, sexualities yeah. and then, like, romanticism, too. There's mm-hmm. so much. And I don't feel like... Like, everyone knows about the whole, like, sexuality side, Mm -hmm. but it's so... Like, no one knows about, like, the romanticism side. Oh, yeah, no. No one knows about that split attraction. I still still struggle with that. Like, I was even thinking about that, like, last night. Mm Because, like, I know I'm definitely not sexually attracted to men. Mm -hmm. But, like, maybe I'm romantically attracted to them. I've been struggling with that, actually, recently. And that's another thing I'm going to mention. I've been out since January. Nice. Uh, like out out like I've definitely known before then but like yeah mm-hmm. and I'm still questioning yeah because oh like, yeah it's kinda, I still question my sexuality every day uh, every day like I, I would I would love to say that gets better but I don't know I think you, I you just like probably do whatever you want I don't mm-hmm. know for me it's a lot less of questioning it's like okay I know I'm gay but here are exceptions that will mm-hmm. come up. Like, uh-huh. I can meet a super duper chill non-binary person and be like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no, I'm not. But, like, I would never, not that there's anything wrong, but I would never classify myself as, like, pansexual yeah. uh-huh. or anything. Like, I like I definitely wouldn't call myself bi because, like, even, because, okay, people misconstrue what bisexual means. People think it's only you're attracted to men and women. Yeah. It but it's two, it's two, two genders. genders. Yeah, and even some bise- bisexual people, they're even like, oh, yeah, no, it means men, women, and, bise- and like non-binary Exactly. People. So it just and depends on how... And I know some people that are, like, men or non-binary, non-binary people, or women, women and, and non-binary. non-binary. Yeah, that's how I am. I'm women and non-binary. Yeah, yeah, it's just whatever. And so it's like, there can be super cool and super attractive non-binary people, and then I'll be like, oh, wow, they're really handsome or they're really pretty or they're mm-hmm. just 
gorgeous people. Yeah. Like, I would love to get to know them and be their friends. Mm-hmm. But then, and then sometimes I'll be like, oh, that girl's really pretty. But I'm like, okay, but she's pretty and I'm appreciating her beauty. And it's not a. Yeah. It's I, a difference between an aesthetic exactly. attraction and like yeah. a actual like romantic yeah. or sexual attraction. I have attraction. so much trouble going into it because I'll see like a real, like a, an attractive guy and I'll be like, oh no, what? No, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, this isn't happening. Like, yeah. you know? And then, like, I'll tell myself later, I'm like, no, that's not what that is. Like, yeah. And that, like, for, pro- there's probably going to be a lot of younger people listening. For the younger people who are questioning, even, just, like, I know that's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's so hard, especially mm-hmm. trying to figure out if you are bi or something else. Because I know lots of people, like, lots of people that I know, and I'm not saying that, I'm definitely not saying bisexuality is a phase, because it's not. Mm-hmm. Like, lots of people do have a bisexual phase, or an asexual phase, like I did, I had both yeah, of those. Yeah, that's but another that thing That doesn't mean about. they're phases, because yeah. they're mm-hmm. not. For some people, they're actually, like, yeah. they're like That's it's how they identify. I feel like for, I, I wrote about this a little bit, but, like, there was a post that I saw, and it was something like, uh, like, stop like telling kids are asexual and i think that's an important thing to do like if you're a young like when i was like 14 15 i wasn't having sexual attraction because i was 14 and i was 15 yeah so and labeling that as asexual when it's just like you're not mentally developed enough Uh so like there's nothing wrong with being asexual and like 100 percent all power to those people yeah but like these kids that come out and they're like oh i'm asexual and like panromantic i'm like you're gonna you're not gonna uh, it's not gonna stick yeah yeah it and might stick there's a chance that it'll yeah, stick but yeah. like and if that's how you identify like we are not here to tell you you're wrong or that like oh it's going through face because obviously that's not anything that we would stand for do but it's like i feel like calling it a phase is worded wrong it's yeah. it's you're in the you're in the process, process. of the discovering process. who you are and that's one of the stepping stones it's like and it's even like a stepping stone of acceptance it's like okay mm-hmm. And it's so stupid that the world is like this, but it's okay. You're born and you're assumed straight, and that's you just go through mm-hmm. your life assuming you're straight until you start questioning. It's like okay, maybe like for me, it's okay. Maybe I don't only like girls, mm-hmm. and so it's like okay, we'll fiddle with the bi thing. Bi-able. Like, does that fit? Does that like yeah. fit for me? I'm like, okay, no, that's not right. Is it panned? Where it's like, okay, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Like okay, that's not it. And then you, and it's like okay, well, do I like anyone? And it's like okay, yeah, I still am attracted to people. Yeah. Okay, so maybe it's just guys. And it's like okay, that fits. Yeah. You what label? Up all of my labels. Yeah. I that was my entire freshman year right there, because I went from bi to maybe I don't like anyone. I thought I was arrow ace for a solid two months. Yeah. Because I'm like maybe I just don't like anyone. <laughs> and then I went back to bi, and then. For I thought I was um, I thought I was pan ace for mm-hmm. literally I, I have to say like six months yeah for a really long time yeah but like in I know it's really really scary changing labels it's really scary yeah mm-hmm. especially with gender too if that's something oh, I can yeah. speak on it's like I cannot say anything about gender that's all Jace but like that it must be ten times scarier changing mm-hmm. that but like I remember because I came out to my mom when I was pan. And then I had to change it again, and then change it again, again. Mm-hmm. And I, like, my biggest fear one day, and it's such an irrational fear that I'm like, I'm not, like, I'm going to, like, yeah. realize I'm straight and then have to, like, come back from that. Yeah. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a few years. That's exactly how I felt when I first came out. Yeah, same. Because, like, oh, God, I've been out for, what, seven years now? That's crazy to say because <laughs> I'm only 17. But oh, shit. I've been I out mean, for, I've been out since eighth grade. 
Oh, I wish so I was five out years. longer. So wait, that's like four, four or five years. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Five years. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, I feel like it's like <laughs> so being jealous. out for so <laughs> quote unquote so long. Like seven years is not a long time. Yeah, but In being the out for things. In, for our life, yeah. it's almost half our lives at this point. Yeah. So, or it's more than half. Or, no, I no, it's a little less than half. Math or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's like you coming out at a younger age like that. I see benefits to it more so than I see harm because it's okay. You're out, and not that saying like coming out later is bad at all. Like you do you, you take your time to yeah, discover whatever's sure. going on. Yeah. But for me, it was really easy and quick, and I was like, okay, done, easy. Yeah. And it's the longer you're out, the less you get like, more life experiences too. Exactly. With that. You're able to like, live. You meet more people. I like when I first came out. It was okay. I'm gay, but it's like, yeah, it's only my close friends or like everyone knows, but I only talk about it with my close friends. And then, like, as I grew, it's like, okay, I don't care. Like, anyone who meets me, it's if we start talking, it's, like, it's not, it's like, hi, I'm Parker, I'm gay, and I'm 17. It's, oh, hey, what's up? And then if it comes up, it's, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm gay. Yeah, yeah. It's not, and it comes down to, like, the way of identifying. Like, if you want your sexuality to be one of the first things people know about you or your gender, go for it. That's all up to you. Me, personally, it's like, I want people to know me. Mm -hmm. And then if they, voice crack. I want them to know me, and then if they have a problem with my sexuality, then they still like me for me, and they can just be like, okay, well, I don't have to agree with that. Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah, if you hate me for my sexuality, then you're canceled. Bye. Yeah. Like, like when when I came out, um, like, one of the first things I say, I'm like, y'all, if you don't like me for who I am, like, bye. Like, sorry. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) and, um, obviously, I don't know anything, but I'm assuming that I don't know how something to say. Gender. Never mind. We're gonna cut that out. Yeah, no, you're fine. <laughs> it's all good. I was gonna say something. It's okay. Thanks. So, yeah, I, I don't know. With gender, it's a lot weirder. That's what I was gonna. Yeah. But yeah, continue. No, you're good. I, I read your mind. It's okay. I got you. With gender, it's a lot. It's a lot weirder. This episode is probably gonna be more like forty-five minutes, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But anyways, so. <laughs> But with gender, it was a lot weirder for me because when I was 14, I realized, like, I... Actually, I didn't realize I had gender dysphoria at first, mm-hmm. and that was that was a weird mm-hmm. phase because I was told when... By one of my best friends, they're like, oh, you don't need gender dysphoria to be trans. Mm-hmm. But... We ain't gonna go into all that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot. That's a whole episode. episode. But, like, I thought I was a non-dysphoric trans person. That's what I thought I was because I came out as non-binary. Mm-hmm. I used they them pronouns for a little bit. No one used them, but like, I thought. I, I remember that. Yeah, I no one ever really used my non-binary pro, my they them pronouns, but like I was still like, I had an Instagram called non-binary code for a little bit. I yeah. remember this. Yeah, oh no, I I was like I was super convinced that I was a genderless human being, and I it wasn't. I'm that when. I talk about labels, I have mixed feelings because I really needed that time, that like year space to break down the fact that I didn't have to be female. That's what, that's, I didn't have to be a girl. I didn't have to live stereotypically as a girl. I could, I could do all that. Mm -hmm. I could be myself and not like present 
100% female all the time. Yeah. And, and it was so healthy, too, to have mm-hmm. that opportunity. Yeah. And because, like, like I was saying, we live in a red state, but in a blue area of a red yeah. state. And it's, like, the opportunity to be able to discover and express different, like, thoughts and feelings and be able to question openly yourself is so mm-hmm. healthy. Yeah. Because so many people who don't, then they feel trapped. And oh, yeah. you get into a whole situation of, like, oh, like, a gay male marries a straight woman, but then they have to get a divorce, and that's mm-hmm. messy. And then it's, and yeah. it's so unhealthy not being able to go through that. But the fact that, like all three of us were able to go through a time where we were able to openly be like, oh, I don't yeah. even know what's and going on. And that's why on. I think, and that's why I think, like, LGBT edu- education for um, younger kids, like, yeah. maybe yeah. not, like, kindergarten, like, fifth, fifth, eighth fifth, is, and, fifth and eighth grade is, like, where yeah. you should, like, start introducing the idea. Maybe not the idea of sex, but definitely but the like, idea of, like, this exists and you can yeah. do this. Yeah, like, it's, you're it's not taboo, grade. it's... Yeah, like, you're in fifth grade, you're starting to get crushes, like, Mm-hmm. You're like, you're like getting the time where you're almost at puberty. You're gonna start liking people, and and then that's when also with trans people, that's when gender dysphoria really sets mm-hmm. in because yeah. the secondary sec- sex characters characteristics, that's char- I don't know yeah. characteristics. That's when they start setting in, and like I remember fourteen, fifteen when puberty starts yeah that's when i was like there's something off i'm upset all the mm-hmm. time for some reason i'm wearing hoodies i'm wearing baggy clothes i don't want yeah. i don't want to be seen by anyone I, mm-hmm. I i was like like that and no one explained to me that that was what gender dysphoria was mm-hmm. which is why i'm such a huge advocate for like people people like sending the idea that you need the gender dysphoria to be trans i don't want to get i if you believe you don't need gender dysphoria to be trans go off i but, like, I am all for the education of what gender dysphoria is, what the definition is, what the signs are, and then mm-hmm. just, like, kind of going with it and questioning it and just listening yeah. to your, what your brain is telling you. But, sorry. And that's also why we need LGBT people in the media. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, because, oh, my gosh. Like, because I, I grew up, like, I grew up in an accepting household, mm-hmm. but I was also told that my, my gay aunts were just roommates. <laughs> and, and they, they were roommates. roommates. <laughs> god damn it! I hate, oh, I hate it too. Oh god! Oh my god, they were roommates. Okay, but yeah, I was. Told- my friend had another story. She was super Christian. She also her two aunts that were married. Yeah, no, they, they were, were dating at the time. I went, I went to their wedding, and that's the only. Like they're like, okay, we're gonna go see Aunt Steffi and Aunt Rebecca, and I was like, oh cool, and I'm like, oh this is a wedding, Rad. <laughs> Like I didn't even realize it was a wedding until we were like, they were literally getting married yeah. on a beach. It was awesome though, and then cool. I got drunk on the boat later. It was, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was a wild night. That's but, a gay wedding right there, my guys. <laughs> it was very gay. Gay Southern on Indiana. Aggressive. Actually, <laughs> no, actually, it was before gay marriage was legal in Indiana. Oh, that's so crazy. So we went over to Illinois. Oh, that's wild. I about oh, wow. That. That's crazy. That's wild, yeah. But yeah, so I, yeah, I just, it's great in the media. Like, I'm going to suggest a show because it's great. One Day at a Time. Ooh, Fantastic yeah. show on Netflix. I've heard of it. I haven't watched it yet. And um, I love the show, especially because at the time, when I first started watching it, I was dating someone who was non-binary. Nice. And in the show, it features a lesbian girl dating a non-binary person. Aw. And I saw that, and I was like, oh my god. You can god, do that. It's me! Yeah, no, it's, it's so like, sick. It was literally the best feeling ever. Yeah. Like, seeing that feel, And the, the show's just great in general. I talked about... It does talk about gender identity, sexuality, etc. Mm-hmm. Fantastic show. 10 out of 10. Um, I'm a movie review. 
movie. I, I review movies now. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh that. Yeah. yeah, no, like being able to see yourself in mainstream media is such a crazy feeling. Going from not seeing yourself to them being like, oh my god, that's me on TV. Yeah, like yeah. I relate. I did that all the time with like cis boy characters. I would always like feel like I, there was a character in um, St. Elmo's Fire, believe it or not, <laughs> that I just like, I saw him and he would speak and he talked about like his attraction to this girl and I was like, oh my God, that's me. Like yeah. I, I yeah. resonate with that man so much. He wasn't trans. He wasn't like, I was like, I just felt that. And the same thing happened when I watched Spider-Man Homecoming, which is why I love Spider-Man with my entire heart i want to be spider-man because i see myself so much in peter parker and then there was another time and this is also about representation with disabilities because i'm diabetic i read a book and there was a diabetic character in it and like i'd never never noticed that i had never seen another like diabetic character who was like just giving shots and doing doing life and i was like huh interesting you can just live you can exist yeah Yeah. Yeah, like 
my motto as a person is just you don't have to understand someone. Mm-hmm. You just kind of love them. Yeah. Like my um, because I I um obviously as a gay person I have gay friends I have trans friends. Mm-hmm. One of them is Jace. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my dad um one day he was like I don't understand, like I don't understand trans people. I was like you don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to. Which is funny because you were on the way over here. You were like, by the way, Jace is trans. So like, if that makes you feel any better about hanging out with him. And he goes, he's still a guy. And I was like, literally, that's yeah, weirdly very, that's like one it's of the. It's such a, like, it feels great just to be validated. Like, validated like that. Validated. Validated. Yeah. To feel validated by someone you don't know. Oh yeah. And like, it's a very different experience, obviously, between like trans and then cis people. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like, just being able to like like weird things like going to a concert like for mm-hmm. me at least going to a concert like oh there's a ton of other gay people here yeah. being able to be in, like oh my god wait like yeah we exist yeah, yeah. Like- and it's so cool just to be able to like exist with like the masses and not feel like isolated because i feel mm-hmm. like in discovering who you are it's a lot of like self-isolation which is really dangerous mm-hmm. but like ever you need to go through that of like not need to but it's like to me it was really important being like i'm alone mm-hmm. but then because you hit your deepest lows and you're like, yeah. I'm so alone. But yeah. then when you go into the world and you see other people like you, it brings you out of that. And you're like, oh, it's everything's okay. It's, mm-hmm. You're going to be fine. I don't know. It's yeah. really important. Yeah, yeah. Like yesterday, I literally just saw a group of lesbians in a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> like, I walked in. One of them gave me, like, the head nod. Like, the, like we know it is. It's too. the gay head the, nod. The gay yeah. head nod. And For I sure. think two of them were holding hands, too. And I was like... Yeah, we got it. We got the lesbians up in this. We got them, boys. We got the Mexicans up in this El Rodeo. (laughs) Yes, it was great. And, like, I... Like, I went to a Macklemore and Kesha concert last summer. It was so good. I've literally been... Call me whitey, whatever. I've been a huge fan of Macklemore since I was, like, in fifth grade. I'm pretty sure that's how I figured out what gay people (laughs) were. Sam Love. That song. And I was like, no, it's just... It's such a good song, I promise. (laughs) Oh, my God. I had arguments with people on the internet. And I'm like, gay people are people, too. (laughs) Me with girls, girls, boys. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, my God. I... Oh, my God. That song has caused so much controversy. It's so good, but people are like... Girls, girls, boys? Yeah. Because, like, people are like, oh, it's a bi-anthem. And I'm like, yeah. But then it's like, okay, if you listen to it, it could be misconstrued as, like... He wrote it as a threesome song. Exactly. He wrote it as a song about wanting to have a threesome with two girls. It's literally about a threesome. Girls love girls and boys. It's very, like... It's important because it's like, okay, this is, like, a very mainstream song that's being played. And it's it's representing... (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's still a good song. Still have the song. Still have Panic at the Disco. But and like, if people are gonna use it as the bi anthem, go off. Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't know. Claiming things as like your own or like your own for your identity is great because it's, it gives you something to latch onto, and then mm-hmm. you can be like, you meet new people through that, and it's like, oh my god, I like this song because reasons X Y Z. I like this song because of X Y Z, mm-hmm. and it's just like. Well, now yeah. we're friends because we are fans of the same band. But. Me screaming if I were a boy. <laughs> over and over and over again oh boy that was a that's a trans anthem right there uh it really is oh boy i remember speaking of like i remember when i was like in fifth grade i should have known i was like trans or something and again if i hadn't been raised in the idea of like this is bad if you come out as this you're gonna want to kill yourself and like you're gonna be a horrible. Lucky. You're gonna be a horrible drug addicted person. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
like when I was in fifth grade, I'd walk around and people, I remember these boys would come up to me and they're like, they, my friends were all gorgeous. So they'd all come over to me and then all these boys would come over to me and they're like, oh my gosh, how do I get with your friend? Like, how do I talk to your friend? Can you tell them that I like them? I'm like, dude, I have no idea. I, 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 and I, I said, and I quote, I was born without the part of my brain that would make me understand girls. That's literally just like me saying I'm the gayest. <laughs> it's the same energy. I was like, I was, I, I, I said this for my entire childhood. I, I called myself boyish girlish. I called, yeah. I was like, I was, I'm a girl who was born without the part of my brain that would make me understand girls because I'm, I don't, I don't know. It was wild. And then like, I don't know. It also helped because that all like validated me when I came out mm-hmm. uh-huh. and all these memories started coming up. Like, that's another weird thing. Like, I didn't remember liking my best friend in kindergarten, wanting yeah. to marry her in kindergarten until I came out as gay. I didn't remember. There's so many oh, yeah, little that's... things. It's like, oh my God, I should have seen this. That was, yeah. That was literally me. Like, cause I, I think back to even sixth grade, like I was like, wow, I totally had a crush on this person. I think like to eighth grade, like, wow, I totally had a crush on this person. Mm-hmm. Like I could even think back to like kindergarten. Yeah. Even. Like, Wednesday. Uh, it's we, Wednesday, my dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so, like I said, I, we hope you guys enjoy this. We can't wait to hear how you guys respond. And if you want to join any discussions, feel free, like I said last episode, email us, DM us on Instagram or Twitter. We, feel free to reach out to us personally. We will all be able to get back to you as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hope you guys keep listening. Thank you. Yeah, we love you guys. Have a good Bye. day. Bye. Bye. Peace out.